How's it going, everybody? Welcome again to Athletic Podcast here with your host, Brandon. Yes, sir. Um, if you guys not on podcast, <laughs> um, yes, joining sir. me today, um, we've got a special guest today, guys. Get your red carpets out and get ready for none other than my brother here, Sean Tione. What's up, brother? How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. Excited to be here. Excited <laughs> to be here. Let's go. Finally, finally, we 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 have uh, we touched bases. We're able to actually, you know, get get in touch and actually get online together. So it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, bro, we'll, we'll just yeah, we'll, we'll start off at the back. Hey, um, just go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Uh, just give us your name. Um, your name, where you're from, uh. And then also a little question on the side. Um, favorite music artist right now? Favorite music artist. Well, um, Brandon mentioned it. My name is Sean Tuyone. Um, I'm 23 years of age uh, from South Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm currently residing right now in uh, Laie, Hawaii. And uh, let's see, my favorite music artist. This should probably catch a lot of people off guard. But my favorite music artist right now is probably Morgan Wallen or Luke Combs. Okay, For those of you okay. who are country lovers, oh, country like myself, guy here. <laughs> you guys, you guys will understand where I'm coming from. But for those of you who are not, I'm putting you on. Hit these two artists up. Guaranteed. Bro, gotta That's love the country, bro. Yeah. Gotta love the country, man. Yes, sir. It's, it hits different, eh? It hits different it sometimes. Is. Um, it does. It <laughs> hits all angles. It's all angles, for sure. <laughs> Don't put that in your podcast. That sounded weird. <laughs> all angles, bro. All angles, all directions. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, bro. Um, so, right now, you're currently in Hawaii. Um, and you're going to school, right? You're over there studying... Um, and I guess just give us a bit of background, brother. Like, I'm um, going to BYU Hawaii. Um, talked about, I'm um, actually you're living here, right? Um, then now going to pursue education in Hawaii. Um, talk to us about your experiences you've had, and how has that made an impact in your life so far? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just like every other kid growing up in Auckland. Um, went to to schools, got to you know uh, feel of a vibe over there. And, School in New Zealand is, is fun, man. Like, it's it's the best experience. And um, I played a lot of sports, um, not not necessarily at the top level, but I did play a lot of sports. And um, straight after high school, instead of trying to pursue uh, maybe a sport or whatnot, um, I decided to um, first uh, serve a mission, obviously, uh, for those who know me and my background. And I served in the Philippines and, that's where I kind of um, kind of enlightened myself on the borders of education. And so in coming back, I decided to come here to Hawaii and um, pursue a bachelor's. And I'm, I'm studying um, business marketing right now and uh, with nice, the emphasis nice. and obviously like, you know, entrepreneur background and uh, as well as marketing and the scale of that. So that's, that's what led me here to Hawaii. And I kind of just, it, it kind of sounds weird that I'm, you know, saying this on, on, this podcast but i kind of just wanted to get out of new zealand and um kind of wanted to kind of explore especially you know at a young age so i'm glad that it led me here 
and um, I've been here for about four, four or five years now. So um, it's been good. It's been a good experience. Nice boy. Can you can consider yourself a local, a local boy? Is that you can consider ah, yourself a, a local liar boy? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! No, I, don't, I don't think I don't think you know I'd ever be considered a local boy, but I do love my year, and it's it's such a great so great community such a great town um it kind of gives you you know south Auckland, um south Auckland vibes just having a very tight-knitted community and um but like like it, it's different here yeah. and i could tell you about it but you just have to come <laughs> that's experience, today, to come experience. Bro. some things just, some things you just have you to just experience uh, right some things you just something, have to experience yeah some things you just gotta experience you gotta for know sure. for yourself, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent, bro. Hundred. Um, I guess touching on education right there, right? Um, you just mentioned education, how important it is. I guess, um, you going to be in Hawaii. Um, what? Um, I guess how much of an impact do you feel like education is for Pacific Islanders here, especially in Hawaii, or one people that want to go over there, pursue education overseas, like. I guess what is your your thoughts on that on that um on that statement? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, you know, Auckland, you know, A A U A U T MIT, all of those universities back at home, Otago, um, Wellington, those are all great universities. But I think for me, what I wanted, um, what I wanted to kind of, uh, kind of like overshadow my education was experience. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not only you know ga- gaining secular lo- knowledge, but gaining connections and experiences. So yeah, I wanted to come to Hawaii, uh, you know, one of the most diverse schools here in the United States, and I wanted to build connections with people, build my networking, um, especially in a you know degree such as marketing. That's what you, you know. That's what your emphasis is: is connections and networking, and so. So that's pretty much, you know, my my lead cause for, for choosing BYU Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Not only did I want to get out of, you know, kind of my circle in my bubble in New Zealand, but yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to experience, you know, a broader, broader view of, you know, the world. And that's in meeting new people. Uh, we have so many cultures, so many, um, you know, people of different, different ethnic grounds or backgrounds here in Hawaii and being able to, to talk with them and, and to build, you know, genuine connections is, is something that I value. It's something that, you know, Hawaii offers. So mm. it's pretty much yeah. hundred percent all of me being here. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. Um. Just love what you're talking about. Eh? About about um. I guess broadening your horizons. Eh. Like because like gain different perspectives, right? Sometimes I guess it really does help or it adds towards um, our knowledge that getting a different perspective on life, getting a different perspective, you know, on education, um, no matter what it be. Like, for example, like learning here, right, and then experiencing, I guess, to put into an analogy, the sun shines different around the world, right? But we all have the same sun. But you, have, so. you have different yeah. perspectives, right, from yeah. each, but the light is, you know, wherever it goes. So, like, just focusing on on that certain aspect, Right, people need to. It's always good. So don't be afraid to actually go out and 
search different horizons and go get different perspectives on life, right? Especially with networking. Yeah. Networking are hundred percent important in terms of business marketing. Um, there's people that you might not there's people that you would never have met, right? That you like I've yeah. amount of people I talk to, they go to they go to uni or college, whatever it is, they meet someone and then like a couple years later they end up clicking again and remind themselves, Oh yeah. man, I know a guy a who was world. studying that or who is that now and maybe we can link yeah. up or do something on collab or something like that. So hundred percent bro. Yeah. Automatic. That's it right there. That's that's like target spot on right there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of different perspectives and horizons, um we wanted to shift focus over to more more um uh I guess athletic horizons right now. Um so right now you just you just came back from, from uh taking part of the international NFR combine, correct? Right, not too long ago. Yes, sir. Um, yes. Yeah, about a month ago. About a month ago, right? Um, just, I guess, talk to us about that, uh, about that opportunity that you that you were able to receive. Um, just give us a little brief description of your emotions, how you're feeling, that whole process, um, and and that whole yeah. opportunity that, um, because like that, bro, that's like an amazing opportunity that, um, that that's so good for, I guess, for yourself, your family, and also, um, and also like. Um, for those out there who, I guess, or internationally want to be able to be to recognize and go further with that with that NFL career. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, for sure. Like one of that's one of the major bonuses about being, you know, in other parts of the world is that you're open up to, um, or you're exposed to, you know, other opportunities that you might not have, like in New Zealand. So. Um, growing up, I, I did play rugby, but I, you know, I was never, I was never kind of seen to fit the picture of a rugby player. I was really scrawny growing up, you know, real, real skinny. Um, I played, uh, rugby and, and at Open Boys and then I also played first 15 and first 13 at, at um, you know, in St. Paul's. I also did things like volleyball, played soccer growing up. Uh, basketball was one of my first passions. Uh, you know that. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. Your ankles know that. Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, I'm not talking about that right uh, now. <laughs> what do you call it? I think, <laughs> but I think, I think, um, you know, just being able to um, kind of use the athletic ability that, you know, God has not only given me, but, you know, hundreds, thousands of, you know, other Pacific Islander um, to be able to use that talent such a blessing so when i was presented with the opportunity to try out for the nfl it was kind of like a no-brainer um for me just because of the you know the aspect of actually being in a mm. professional league but then the, the opportunity to try something new obviously you know it's not a big game in, in new zealand uh, there are a few clubs here and there in, in Auckland as well as other parts of new zealand but yeah. um football is not very you know, prominent there would see like what one hand catches from OBJ or sacks from Miles <laughs> Garrett on, on Instagram. And, you know, that's, that's as far as that goes, but being here and, um, you know, being exposed to football culture and, um, that opportunity was a blessing. And so honestly, I, although I'd never played a snap of football in my life, um, you know, I'd always get told by people here that I, I've, Fit the the eye test of what a football player should look like. Yeah, yeah. You know, being six four, six five, being six four, six five, two two seventy, two eighty. Um, 
you know, that you just look like a football player. And there's a lot of Polynesians, a lot of Pacific Islanders that fit that category. Mm. And it was me being here, you know, me being on this side of the world that, that gave me that opportunity. So, yeah, went to, went to London, um, got to compete with uh, around 50 other talented athletes of, of all ethnic backgrounds, from Africa, from all around Europe, uh, Asia. And then I got to obviously be there with another brother uh, from New Zealand. His name's Lance uh, Leota. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, representing sir. New Zealand as well as, as uh, Samoa. So um, it was an amazing experience. Um, I had to learn a lot of new things, um, use muscles that I've never used before, like my, my hips and um, being able to adapt to not lasting 80 minutes, but being able to but being the quick first of 15, 30 seconds. Of yeah, of real short, short yeah, time yeah. frames. So that was definitely different. But, you know, being in London and as well as leading up to that, I got I got good training from, uh, you know, coaches here in, in the local area as well as Hawaii in general from, you know, people like Carver uh, Johnson. Uh, his nickname's the Slime on Goose. He, he, he got me right. Uh, my father-in-law is obviously a specialist in D-line coaching you know, coaching in general. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, just being in the weight room every day and so sort of being able to prep for that was, was uh, it was hard, uh, very studious work, but uh, I'm confident in how I actually performed in London. I don't, I don't want to sound like that guy, but, you know, for somebody that's never played a snap of football, I feel like I, I showed out um, and, you know, it's just a matter of, of waiting to see if my prep uh, paid off and, um, going on to the later stages. So if I do get the call back, um, I should be expecting some sort of call, whether that be good or bad, but some sort of call in the next couple of weeks. And then um, if I if I make the selection process, then we'll be traveling to an academy based out in Florida mm. um, called IMG. And we'll be there for about two to three months prepping for the NFL draft. So Bro, big things, big things to come. And yeah, so and, and um, yeah, I'm an advocate for for the talent, you know, in New Zealand and Australia. It, it's kind of rough. Um, you can see the, the different cultures around sports, and yeah. and um, in New Zealand, you could be like, you know, you could the best guy on the field, but have the certain that they're looking for you. You know, you you get cut, and that was me. You know, I was I was a tall kid, but I never really was skillful in that manner, and I didn't make teams in high school. That's just the way it is. So. Um, but here in America, you know, you, they they switched their mentality because they've invested so much in, um, you know, facilities and training. Um, you you can teach a player a certain skill, but you can't give somebody a pill that'll make them six four, six five. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or six you, three. You can't seven, teach size, eight, you, know what but I mean? you can teach skill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can't teach size, but you can't teach skill. Eh? But in New Zealand, you can have the size, but if you don't have the but skill, you don't have eh? the skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So uh, different different cultures around, you know, uh, athletic ability and sports. So it's one thing that I've I've been able to mm. utilize here is is um you know that that's that different culture. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing though, because they like, think about it like it's just a on an opportunity, you know, and when you get those opportunities, right, you, you got to go all in, right? You got to go hundred, you got to go hundred percent. Um, you know, it just takes me yeah. back like doors, like doors of little quote, right? 
doors of opportunities are always open or always unlocked. You just never know unless you open them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. Sometimes we, sure. I guess, and, and that's and that's mean for you, bro. Like, because you going out there, taking the opportunity, giving all your all, the preparation you've been doing for that specific, right? That specific um, opportunity, bro. It's amazing. Um, and it's just it just shows, yeah. and yeah, and you know, some some people may some people may envy or be jealous, but like I guess like to each their own. But you just gotta know, like opportunities are always given, and those those who give hundred percent, bro, it always it always comes back, eh? Always comes back full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny you say that, man. Like, don't be don't be jealous of me, man. Like I <laughs> I was like a Yoane or, a, or you know I wasn't like a Rico Yoane or a, what do you call it, um, uh, Hoskins in high school. You know what I mean? So if I can do it, it's then anybody can do it you know so it's just a matter of being able to take it in, in other parts of the world so yeah but 100 bro 100 percent i guess um moving on maybe moving on i guess speaking about you know um opportunities and everything as there um What's one thing, I guess, um, has there ever been a, f oh, sorry, has there ever been a failure in your life that you've most, that you're most grateful for? Yeah, uh, there's been a lot, man. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been in a lot of situations where I've failed, um, but you know, it's it's as cliche as it sounds. And, but those are what make you. Those are what shape you. You know. So, I think for me, one of the one of the failures that I was I don't want to say proud of, but I'm glad that actually you know manifested in my life was uh, being able to 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 move um, from Auckland, New Zealand to Tonga. So I, I went to um, one of the most prestigious schools in, in if not Auckland, in New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> you know that school very well because you went to our rival school. So <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Brandon, um, this is my best friend. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, we put together and I went to Auckland Boys and, and Brandon went to King. So there was always kind of a, a banter there between us. Um, but my fifth, form, my fifth form year at Auckland Boys, um, I got into some trouble and uh, that led me to to attend school in Tonga. So I went I went to school in uh, Lehona uh, in Tonga and that whole shift of culture and shift of uh, setting and shift of environment um, although it it, it, uh, it sucked at the time looking back at it now it was mm. something that I really needed to kind of uh, ground me as a person so um, I'm grateful for that. Um, although I gave up, you know, maybe playing for first 15 and, and getting <laughs> my name up there and, at Open Boys. Um, I, I learned a lot from being in, in the island. And it taught me, you know, humility. Um, 
being able to live off the land, being resourceful, um, being diligent in work, whether that be in the bush or around the mm -hmm. house. It taught me the importance of culture, my heritage, my blood. Um, I got to learn the language while I was there. Uh, I got to connect with, um, you know, not only my spiritual, my spiritual self, but as well as emotionally. So I think for me, that was probably a transition in my life that at the time, you know, I didn't, I didn't really appreciate, but now looking back at it, it was something mm. that I definitely needed that helped shape me um, into the person that I am today. It's like a, um, like a little, but, but, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was just, I was just going to say the failure of getting kicked out of one of the most prestigious schools and a school that I aimed to go to my whole life. Brandon knows this. I've, I've always wanted to be a grammar boy. Um, so being, being kicked out of that school was a failure that has proven to be a blessing. And I, Sorry, I wasn't kicked out. I was, um, some things happened that, you know, obviously shifted me. From I had to move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but looking, so, yeah. yeah, 100%, bro. I guess sometimes I think we don't realize at that point of time in our lives um, the blessing that will be in the future, right? So, like, thinking about it now, like, we we have those little reflection moments, right, that we look back and we're like, um, oh, that's why that happened. You know what I mean? It's not until we, like, live a couple months or a year or two, we look back and we, like, we piece it all together. And then we're like, see, that makes sense why we had that or that happened, right? And I feel like, I guess, the mentality now sometimes is, like, some people don't realize that they get stuck at that failure or that point of their life. They're like, man, this is it, like, I'm, I'm stuck here, or I can't do anything, or they, or they end up moving on, and they don't even learn, they don't learn from it before, right, and I guess it just, some people need to understand that, like, it's not until you, it's not until you move on a little bit further, until you understand the blessing, you know, from, from the failure. Yeah, it's, it's such a, it's such a maturing attribute, um, to be able to realize something like that, like obviously at the time it was kind, of, it was kind of, um, you know, it was, it was a very derogative time for me because obviously you know that was my dream school, um, and I wasn't mature enough to realize that this mm -hmm. was something that I needed. So, uh, for those of you who, who do deal with failures at such a young age, um, if you can come out, you know, initially, if you can come out of that trial or tribulation initially with the with the aspect that this is something that I need, you know, big ups to you because I didn't I didn't have that at, you know at that time. Mm -hmm. It took a, a couple of years later um for me to to be mature enough to realize that, that that was something I needed and God was in the detail um of that specific, you know, uh, time and history in my history. Hundred percent. 100% speaking of um, speaking of failures and um, giving advice I guess what would be one what would be one piece of advice you could give yourself right now right now or if back then oh like like right now like, like I guess thinking back right now right I mean you have the most 
um, experience for yourself at this point, at this point of time. It could be anything from your experiences, but I guess just asking, right? What would be one piece of advice you could give yourself? Ah, dang. Would be one piece of advice that I give myself right now. Mine, mine would be finish, execute. Per hundred uh, per. Mine would be finish for sure. Like I had, I had the, uh, um, I had this thing that uh, that was proven like. Uh, a trait by myself growing up where I would start something and I would get complacent or bored of it easily and I'd end up not finishing it. And it was as young as like eight. You know, mm. my, my parents put me in, in a piano classes with my sister and I took about a year, year and a half, two years. And I, I, I needed like, two more to, to finish and to be able to play, read notes sufficiently. And I quit because I just got bored and I got complacent. Um, and I've, I've noticed that pattern in my life, uh, even up until now, like uh, with school, mm. the first couple of weeks, you're, you're like, like, yeah, you know, go to class, do the homework. And then it's, it's how you end that's important. Um, it takes me back to uh, Kobe in the finals. Um, they were up like what, <laughs> three, three, one, I think three, one in the, in the, the NBA final series. And one of the reporters asked Kobe, he's like, um, so, you know, where's the emotion from you? you know, aren't you happy? And he looks at the, uh, the reporter, he goes, I'm not happy. I'm going to be happy about yeah. it. You know, just, just <laughs> job, not done. Job not yes, done. Sir. Job not to be happy about So for me, I think. You know, one advice that I definitely give myself is just to finish, man, like execute. And um, that's something that I'm still working on. I'll, I'll, I'll probably admit that. Bro, I think we all we all have a trouble with that, bro. I think. Yeah, man. Just, yeah. I just got to finish. And, um, yeah, that'll be the number one advice for me, like at this specific point. Yeah, life, yeah. So. Hundred bro. School. Finish whatever goals that I, I plan to execute in the next couple of years. And, um, whatever, man, whatever that be or whatnot, just finish. Or finish. I feel like, I guess, that's something that we all, a lot of us need to hear. I guess finishing, right? Finishing strong. We always hear the term, right? Finish strong. Um, always finish what you started, right? Um, yeah, I guess. One thing, one thing that that comes to my mind, bro, is like I feel like sometimes, um, like what you what you like what you mentioned, we get complacent, right? And being complacent, um, we just hit a plateau sometimes. I guess because of the process, and I guess because, I guess at most times we get complacent, right? Because we can't see the finish line, or we can't see the end yeah. goal in mind, and I guess that that causes us. That causes us to um, to lose sight of our goal, and when we lose sight of our goal, right? Like we we don't know where we're going, or we're, we have lost our direction, right? We don't have a map, or when you can't see your end goal in mind, it's hard for you to to move forward, or hard for you to get to where you want to be. Um, and that kind of causes, you know, that like that messes up your mind sometimes, 
right? I guess I guess that's one thing that we need to understand um, is just to finish strong no matter what. Keep on the path, right? Keep step by step. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that, man. It takes me back. I just had like uh, an epiphany of thought where this just kind of popped up. I remember. I hope it's. I hope it's safe to say, it, but um, I I remember you know in the Philippines, my my first area for uh, for those of you that know, um, we walk around obviously white shirt mm. time, <laughs> um, you know something that we do in our faith. But I remember walking down this one specific highway, and this thing is like long man like our area was so huge like sometimes and and the heat is sometimes unbearable in the yeah so I, well, me and my companion it was it was a uh, carter lambeth at the time she thought it was carter lambeth <laughs> las vegas really in utah carter lambeth. um um but yeah so me and carter were were walking down this highway from a uh house that we had just finished um we had just finished being at and I was complaining the whole time just of how hot it is. Are we almost are we almost <laughs> at the end of the road yet? And Kara Kara stops me in the middle of the road, tells me to 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 look back. And I look back and we had walked so far. We had walked so far um compared to maybe just a couple hundred meters yeah. um, to, to, to finish on the highway. And he, he, he told me a valuable lesson that day that when we're on our goal or when we're on our journey to our goals and to achieving success, um, whatever that may be for you or what have you, he said, sometimes all it takes is to stop and look at how far we've come rather than think about how far we have left. And that hit me. Bro, that's because I like that. I humbled, you know, that humbled me right there because the amount of the amount of kilometers or miles or what have you we walked was so much mm. more than what I was looking at at the front, which was probably just a couple hundred meters left before we before we came to the end of the world. So you taught me a valuable lesson of just maybe stopping and re- and yeah. you know realize how far you've actually come compared to how how much further you have left to go and remind yourself of the struggle remind yourself of what you needed to, to get over and the stumbling blocks to be able to be at that you know specific spot poor. so that just that's my 100% poor. but I, that, that, I'm just like thinking about it eh? like sometimes we don't realize right we're like we don't realize how much work we've actually done before quitting right like yeah. if you think about it like imagine <laughs> when you know like the old saying we're working out <laughs> on Mondays and stuff <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're you start strong on Monday you eat eat clean you know you work out and then you get to like Wednesday and then you're like dang <laughs> I'm hungry let's go McDonald's <laughs> you know, and then you yeah. don't realize like you know so it's like a, it's a waste of how far you've come and how, how many miles you've walked, and and you're complaining about a you know a couple hundred meters. So shout out to Lambert, shout out to Carter for, for teaching me that. that hundred word, that's a mean one. At an early stage, at an early stage of my mission, I needed that for sure. Bro, that's a good lesson, bro. That's hundred percent good lesson. 
I guess m- moving on to lessons, speaking of authentic, right? You know, what does authentic mean to you? Dang, I was going to say something like, something cliche like, oh, <laughs> I mean, being real, but no, but I'm pretty sure you, you want something more deep. <laughs> Start on what I want, man. It's, it's, it's whatever you, it's whatever you feel. It's, I don't know. <laughs> tap into something to people answer to your question what does authentic mean to me besides besides you know always being true to yourself besides being real authentic to me is roots it's my roots your roots um, I feel like my, I remember watching a story, yeah, of, of my sister-in-law, um, Niall, Niall Scanlon. Um, she's a, uh, she lives in Utah right now. She's my wife's older sister. She shared a, she shared a story of how she had a thought of our ancestors and what kind of dreams and aspirations they had. And it came to her mind that she was a living, she was living the dreams and the aspirations and the goals that they had for their prosperity. And that that kind of hit me because, you know, our, obviously, you know, our parents and our grandparents are first generation immigrants mm. from mm. or migrated islands. And we're, we're living testimonies of what they dreamed when so I think, you know, just outside of the cliche answers of being real and, and being fake, I think authentic to me is never forgetting those who came before you and, and trying to be true to, uh, you know, what they envisioned, you know, you guys would would be and, and some of the goals that you would, uh, you know, strive to fulfill. And I just want to be, for me, being authentic to that is, is what came up to came, came to my mind. You know, being true to your roots, being true to you know the sacrifices that mm. had to happen for me to be here, for me to be in Hawaii, for me to be able to try out for you know such a prestigious company like the NFL, um, for me to be able to. Uh, educate myself and me be able to live in a world where I'm not judged by the color of my skin um, or by the merits of my character. Uh, shout out Martin Luther King. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, just things like that. Uh, like, and I, I don't ever want to forget my heritage, and my lineage, and my ancestors, and what it took to be here and to be this blessed. Um, you know. Even forbid me saying that, but to be this blessed. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. 100%, boy. Appreciate, appreciate your thoughts, man. That's uh, so true. I guess we need to, I mean, the realest part of ourselves is is us and where we came from, right? Um, which sometimes we got to take a step back and, and reflect on that. Um, thanks so much for for joining us today, brother, we come to the conclusion of our of our podcast. Um, shout out to 
to Sean for being with us today. Um, guys, make sure make sure we uh, you check him out. We'll put his description down below. Also, as well, um, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment down below, guys. Uh, but till next time, um, again, thank you, brother, for being here with us. <laughs> Shout out to the 09. Shout out to the 275. Here we go. You know we stay repping you guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. Oh. All right, guys. Till next time. We'll see you later. Au